podcast. Today we are talking about the birthday blues. You know, that thing where, well, I guess it's the inspiration for that that hit song back from the 60s of It's My Party and I'll Cry If I Want To. That song was released in 1963, so almost 60 years and no end in sight to the birthday blues as far as I can tell. The reason why I'm recording this now is I'm actually a few days out from my 36th birthday. By the time you hear this, I will be 36. And I'm a person that used to really struggle with the birthday blues, crying at my own birthday parties, feeling like I couldn't get what I wanted, or I don't know, feeling like I didn't deserve to be celebrated or I wasn't being celebrated in the right way. Everything felt so particular. So today we're going to talk about the why we get the birthday blues and we're also going to talk about how how we can heal them. What can we do about it? And we're talking both behavior and beliefs today. So the why we get the birthday blues, what's the behavior? Well, there's a lot of added pressure to a birthday, kind of like a wedding. We've spent time planning it. We figured out who we wanted to invite or not invite. What did we want to do? So because we've spent extra attention on this day, our emotions are heightened. Even if what we decide to do is to stay home and pretend like it's not our birthday, we've still thought about it. We've still had the behavior of considering what we want to do and what we want it to look like. And so it just puts a bit of a highlight on us. And sometimes for some of us, there's an actual added highlight. If we choose to have a party or we choose to go out with friends, then people are looking at us. They're wanting to make sure that we're having a good time and we feel pressure to be happy or to perform a certain way. So there's literally a spotlight on us and our behavior of the day of our party or the day of our emotion. We might have expectations for how we should look, how we should feel. And so there's just this added spotlight pressure on what we're doing and how we do it. Now that's one external reason, one behavioral reason why we might get the birthday blues, just the pressure and the added, you know, cognitive stress of making more decisions and what will people like and what do I want? All of that is work. It's effort. Okay, but now let's look at the beliefs. What are some of the underlying beliefs we have around birthdays or underlying beliefs we have about ourselves, about the universe that get highlighted around birthdays? So a very common belief that comes up around the time of our birthday is unworthiness. So if you are feeling like you are not worth celebrating, then a birthday can be pretty painful because people want to celebrate you. If you're feeling like you don't deserve the time and attention and the gifts of others, then birthdays are pretty inconvenient. Perhaps you have a belief that people should only pay attention to you if you've done something to earn their validation, if you've earned their praise. If you're one of those people, 
then birthdays are going to be hard for you. If you have a merit-based system of worthiness, then birthdays will not work. (laughs) They just don't add up. So your unworthiness belief may or may not have anything to do with your birthday, but it will get highlighted on your birthday. Because birthdays are often a time when people feel free to celebrate us. And so if you are uncomfortable with that celebration, get ready. It is a good opportunity for healing. Okay, so we talked about unworthiness. Another type of belief that often gets highlighted during birthdays is beliefs about the way the universe supports you. I don't get to have what I want. I don't get to decide what I manifest. Everything happens to me. Those sort of beliefs that we don't know that we have can get brought up and made evident during birthdays. So you might have an underlying belief that you don't get to have what you want. Well, on most days, that doesn't present as much of a problem. You know, you go to work and you get assigned whatever jobs you get assigned and you do those jobs and then you go home and you eat whatever you eat and you watch whatever you watch and then you go to bed. And that belief of I can't have what I want, that doesn't get highlighted. But on your birthday, perhaps you didn't get the presents you wanted or the amount of presents. Perhaps you had planned the food to be a certain way and then it didn't happen, didn't get there on time or it wasn't what you had ordered. Or perhaps you thought you were going to have 20 friends show up and you only had eight. Well, because it's your birthday, because there's heightened emotions, because it's under a spotlight, any of those occurrences would reinforce your belief system that you can't have what you want. And that is painful. When we're in situations that reinforce beliefs that we have that we don't like, it creates negative emotion. So the belief, I can't have what I want. It's a belief I have, but I don't like it. And so when I'm in a situation that would present evidence that that belief is true, I can't have what I want. And here's all my evidence. My friends didn't show up. The food was late, etc. We get pretty mad. We get resentful. And it feels a lot bigger than the food and the friends. It feels like we don't get to have what we want because that's the way the universe works. So at the end of the day, yes, it's just our birthday. It's just a day of celebration. And we're probably just going to have a small dinner with some friends. At the end of the day, it doesn't feel logically when you look at it like anything is such a big deal. But when you step back and you realize, oh, I'm highlighting this, I'm spotlighting it, and I'm making it mean something bigger about the universe, it's going to highlight your belief systems. And when they don't work for you, that's going to be painful. We get mad at what we are perceiving to be true. So you plan so hard to get the catering a certain way. Catering doesn't turn out the way you wanted. It reinforces your belief that you can't get what you want. And then you get mad because that belief seems true. I can't have what I want. Told you so. My birthday's terrible. It's ruined. I can't have what I want. So that's the belief system behind the birthday blues. Could be unworthiness. It could be I can't have what I want. Or some other 
thought that you have about the universe, about your experience in this lifetime. And yes, that thought is always there. It doesn't have to relate to birthdays. It's just that it gets called to your attention during a birthday. So that's the why behind the birthday blues. Behaviorally, added pressure, added attention, added stress. Belief systems, well, they could be pretty inconvenient at a birthday. Okay, we're going to talk about how to heal the birthday blues. Before we do that, I would like to just remind you all, even if you do nothing, even if you decide to stay home and nobody knows it's your birthday, all of this still holds true. You still know I'm deciding to do nothing. I'm choosing to do nothing. You might have a belief system. No one wants to celebrate me or I don't deserve to be celebrated. And that's why I'm choosing to stay home and do nothing. So even if you would love to pretend that you don't have a birthday, there will still be a spotlight on this day. This experience of the birthday blues can happen no matter what you decide to do about it. Okay, so let's talk about how to heal the birthday blues. Behaviorally, get clear on what you want. Do you want to celebrate? Do you want to ignore it? What are the high priorities? What are low priorities? Be honest with yourself. If there was ever a day to truly admit to yourself what you want, the birthday is the day. You're better off admitting to yourself that what you want is extravagant. Like, let's say you want to go on a week-long cruise and you want all your friends to come. You're better off to admit that to yourself and acknowledge that you can't afford it and you can't afford to pay for everybody else, but maybe someday in the future. You're better off to acknowledge it and to want the extravagant thing than to not voice it to yourself or to your friends and repress that desire. Because repressed desires feed negative beliefs. Acknowledge what you want, even if you can't have it. Allow the desire to be there and allow that to motivate you or feed you or inspire you for the future. Okay, other behaviors to heal the birthday blues. Communicate well and be honest. Tell people what your priorities are. If you're inviting your friends over to dinner, say, hey, this is going to be a low-key dinner. My main priority is that we laugh a lot or my main priority is that we listen to music or we have a dance party. What is the, the biggest priority? What is the experience that you want to have more than anything else? Again, even if what you want is going to be too difficult or too costly, just put it out there. Just say, you know, I know that this is probably an impossible request, but what I really want is for all of us to go on a week-long cruise. Just put it out there and see what comes back. A compromise in the direction of what you want is better than nothing at all. For example, if you say nothing, let's say you don't mention the week-long cruise, then you have a fabulous dinner. Okay, great. Let's say you say, you know what I would really want is to have a week-long cruise and for us all to take the week off of work. And you can't afford to do that. Nobody does that. You have a dinner. Great. But it plants that seed. So perhaps in the future, you guys see a cruise gun sale and you're like, hey, let's all take a long weekend. Or hey, no one can really afford to do a cruise right now, but what if we booked an Airbnb somewhere? Having the opportunity to move in the direction that you want is a much more fulfilling and loving experience. 
So put it out there. And by putting it out there, you're creating a chance for collaboration among your friends and family. And a lot of times a collaborative collaborative effort will yield better results than you trying to do everything by yourself. Somebody else might have a different idea. They might know of some other type of cruise or they might have a weekend cabin that you didn't know they had. They're like, well, I can't afford a cruise, but my family has a cabin. Why don't we all go? Communicate well and be honest. Those behaviors will go a long way towards creating the birthday experience that you want. My last tip for birthday behavior, do what feels good. This is a time to be discerning. Question yourself about anything that feels like an obligation. Whoever that person is that you don't really want to invite, think about that. Is it absolutely necessary? Are you feeling obligated? It's your birthday. Now's the time to hold a boundary. Do what feel good means don't drink too much and get some sleep. Be present. Be rested. Be there for your birthday. Be feeling good for your birthday. And do what feels good also means treat yourself. Watch your guilty pleasure TV show. Maybe take the day off work. Have a dance party for one. Get some endorphins flowing. These are really good, healthy birthday behaviors. Okay, birthday beliefs. Let's go back to the idea of worthiness. Birthdays are a perfect time to identify your beliefs around worthiness. Do I believe I'm worthy of loving attention? Do I believe I have to earn affection? Do some inventory here. What are your thoughts? What does it take to earn love, to receive love, to be celebrated? And kind of do this belief work before the day of your birthday, before the party, whatever it is that's going to happen. This is a really good time to look at love and how you receive love and your thoughts about it. Then rewrite your script on worthiness. Your friends and your family want to celebrate you. There is no one else in the world like you. Not with your two parents, not born in the day you were born, not with the exact same freckles on your face, even if you're a twin. There is no one like you. You are one specific little slice of God in action, God incarnate. That deserves to be celebrated, no matter how messy and how human you are. So spend time reflecting and honoring your life. What struggles have you overcome to get to where you are now? What successes have you had? How have you grown? Who and what are you grateful for? No one is more or less worthy than anyone else. Everyone deserves to be celebrated. This experience of being a soul in a human body, it is messy and it is complicated and sometimes very ugly. Even though it is a completely divine experience. And in this human experience, there's no such thing as a point of no return. There's no age at which all is lost. There's no 
human circumstance experience that you were hoping to achieve that you will not get to achieve because you turned 92 or you turned 28. There's no reason not to celebrate. If you don't want to celebrate yourself, for whatever reason, maybe there's something you haven't forgiven yourself for. If for whatever reason you don't want to celebrate yourself, then celebrate the God that is within you. Celebrate the divine energy of which you are made. The very energy inside of yourselves that is divine energy that makes up you. Celebrate that. Okay, so all of that kind of points back to your beliefs around worthiness at your birthday. Now I want to shift to beliefs about the way that the world works, the way the universe does or does not support you. Earlier when we talked about why we have the birthday blues, we were highlighting people that maybe they have a belief that is, I can't have what I want. That's a type of like universal belief, the way the world works. And here's what's important about belief systems. The human brain is amazing, and it can find evidence for anything. If I tell you that what goes around comes around, you could search your brain and find evidence for it. I'm sure you've already got three examples of some instant karma situation of what goes around comes around. So when it comes to looking at your beliefs about the way that the world works in support of you, look for evidence of the universe working in your favor. The universe loves me. Look for evidence of that. Look at how you've gotten your needs met by surprise. Look for synchronicities that happen and that bring a smile to your face. Remember the signs and symbols that have been sent your way to help you recognize your own alignment, your own intuition, to give you confirmation. Just consider the fact that our bodies are designed to heal themselves. If we get an open cut, we have all these little cells that go to that cut and make sure we don't get an infection and then help that wound scab over without us having to think anything about it. Our bodies heal themselves. The universe loves us. We are designed for wholeness because we are loved by God, Spirit, the universe. Look for that. Rewrite your script about the way that the world works and the ways in which it supports you. If you really need help, here are some example mantras for you to consider. I am completely loved and lovable, always have been and always will be. Life loves to surprise me with joy and abundance. I work with God and the universe to create my life. I experience, learn, and evolve in partnership with spirit. I am loved every day. Today, I choose to celebrate the love I share and that others share with me. All right, dear friends, 
I hope this has been helpful. Pick a mantra, be mindful, know that you are loved. And no matter when your birthday is, happy early birthday. I love you. Bye.